0: Good morning. I'm Jeff Jacobson, Director of Outreach and Mission here at Living Waters. I want to welcome you here if this is your first time here or your 157th time. I don't exclude it if you've been here 158. You are still welcome. Just kidding. A couple of announcements that we have today. Um, I didn't see a lot of overalls, coveralls, work boots this morning, but today is a work Sunday after worship. We've got a bunch of mulch along the uh, east side of the property that we're going to be spreading that, so if you're okay getting your Sunday best a little dirty, we'd appreciate your help right after worship. Also, we have, in case you, you missed it when you came in, there's big, beautiful, bold colors amped up for Vacation Bible School that will be taking place uh, here August, beginning August 6th. And Chris, can you tell me, do we still need teachers, volunteers, any helpers? We are, we'll take anybody who would like to volunteer. And remember, Vacation Bible School is a lot for the kids. I know adults do get a bunch out of it too. But if you don't have the kids registered, they can register at the mylw dot Does this work now? Mylivingwaters.fm. does that one work? For a while we've been doing myLW.nucleus.church. So otherwise there's a lot of different sign up opportunities there. And the all in program. Now there is, oh, look at this. The All In, this is where Pastor Dan has been asking to get to know people from the congregation and setting up meetings and stuff like that. You can sign up for that. And we're like, we like to welcome Pastor Dan here with a little, you know, skull Vikes in his new office. So we're just getting to know him and thank him for being here and showing the love for that crazy cheesehead. Anyway, please please sign up for small group uh, small group meetings with Pastor Dan. We're doing those after worship on Wednesday nights and on Sundays. So those are many different opportunities to sign up for that, so we can get to know you and what you like about Living Waters, what you see as an opportunity for Living Waters maybe something that you were doing at a previous congregation, just want to bring living waters into the future. Also, we have another service opportunity coming up this week. So you can pull out your phones right now and you can look and see what your calendar looks like this Thursday afternoon. Because we have the Rise Above Seizures walk taking place at Veterans Memorial Arena in West Fargo. It is the Epilepsy Foundation's largest fundraiser of the year. And we volunteer for that uh, ministry with standing, helping with inflatable games, food service, registration, anything like that. If you are available this Thursday afternoon, please come and see me after worship, and I will give you more instructions for that. With that, I'll ask for our uh, ushers to get into place for today's offering. And as we, as we get going with the offering, part of, the, part of our faith is shown through our stewardship. And stewardship doesn't just focus on the, the financial aspect of it. Stewardship is with service and everything else that you can do in your faith. And we can ask the, the ushers to come forward at this time.
1: Let us pray. God, thank you for all the gifts you give us. Thank you for today. Thank you for the gift of people and time. And for this time and for these gifts, God, we lift it up to you. We lift them up to you and we pray that you may be praised and you may be blessed. And all God's people said, amen. And as people are a gift for us, we invite you to stand as you are able. Let's greet each other as we begin worship. You could do this as Lutherans. You can say hi to each other. And I invite kids to come on up. It's time for children. And Yvonne is leading that today. So kids, come on up. And everyone, you can have a seat.
2: I see a lot of children Here out they there. Here come. Whoa, awesome. Hi. Come and sit down. Right there is great. How are you guys? I think you went on the vacation this, summer, this week, didn't you? Yep, I think you did. I thought so. Did, was it fun? Was it better than you could even imagine? I to
3: my grandma.
2: did you this week? Mm-hmm. Wow! How many of you were on a trip this past week? Oh my goodness! A lot of you. Wow! That's really cool. You know um, what I want you to do right now is I want you to use your imagination. On on Mr. Rogers, he even had a place that was a special place where they could go and imagine things. And what I want you to do right now is think about something you would really, really like. So I want you to close your eyes. And any big people out there that are big children can do it with us. Close your eyes and think about something that you would really, really like to have. Think about what it looks like and maybe what it tastes like and what it smells like. Okay, open your eyes. Can you tell the person next to you what you were thinking about? I'm going to have you go down there so that you can talk with him, okay? Can you guys talk? Awesome. All right, did you all have a chance? I don't know if everybody did. Did you have a chance? Can you tell me what you were thinking about? A dinosaur. A dinosaur? Oh, that would have to be an imagined thing, wouldn't it? What else? Yes. Your new a lake robot. cabin? Wow! What did you think about? A robot. A robot? Oh yes. What else? A, donut. a what? A donut. a donut. Whoa! And did we have donuts today, or did we have donut holes out there? Or what did we have? We had the holes, but we didn't have the big donuts. So were you thinking about a donut? Yeah. What were you thinking about? The world's biggest. The world's biggest popcorn bucket. Oh man, have you ever seen a really big one? I think the ones in the movie theater are pretty big. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about something that you would like for someone else. What would you like for someone else? There's a lot of things. Is it something that you would do for them or is it something that you would give them Or is it something else? Okay, open your eyes. What would you What would you do? You would do what? Oh, you would love them. Really good. Anyone else? Help them out. Help them out. What would you do for someone else? Feed a dog. Feed your dog. You have two. Feed the dogs. Well, that's a big thing. And if you don't I do it, one dog. you have one dog? Yeah, would you feed Maxie. it? Would you feed Maxie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anybody back there, do you have anything? My two dogs' names
3: are Matt and Terry.
2: Whoa. Do you guys have anything you would do for someone else? Oh. Wash the dogs. Dogs are a big thing today. Walk the dog. Oh, well, washing it too would be good. Good. Okay, I'm going to ta- have you just hold on to that for right now. And I want to talk to you about something that's in the Bible. We always bring a lot of our, our stories come out of the, from out of the Bible. And, and there's a part that Doctor, or, or, um, that Pastor Dan is going to talk about today that comes out of Ephesians. And Ephesians is a letter. Paul wrote a letter to some other people. And in that letter, he was talking about God. And he was talking about how God could help with everything. So you might have something at your house right now that or in your mind that you would like God to help you with. You know, here's one that happened to me this past week. My tire went flat on my car. That was kind of a bummer, wasn't it? And so I was thinking, you know, I wish that maybe God would help me out by making me get a new car. So my imagination is going like, what kind of a car would God want me to have? I don't know. <laughs> but it's something I really need. i got boots on. You do, yeah. And sometimes there's things that you really need. Can you think of something that you, re- that you think God could help you out with at your house? Somebody have someone sick, maybe? Or maybe you're thinking about moving, getting medicine. Yep, yep. Okay, so when Paul is talking about that in here, he's saying if we ask God, no matter what we can imagine, he can do it. That's pretty cool. Can you fold your hands, please? When I was sick. Yeah, medicine is good when you're sick. Can you fold your hands, please? Dear Dear God, Thank you for being so, so good. Thank you for being so, so good. Thank you for listening when we ask for things. Thank you for listening when we ask for things. Thank you for giving us more than we imagine. Thank you for giving us more than we imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Yvonne, and thanks, kids, for coming up. I know that can be kind of a scary thing, and we are so appreciative of all of you. We love you, and God loves you even more. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, for the last few weeks, we have been going through a sermon series. It's the Gospel according to, not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but the Gospel according to Mr. Rogers. And it has been a special time. And if you haven't gone to the documentary to see it in the theater yet, I know it's been at the Fargo Theater. I would love for you to see it. It's not playing right now, so you're going to have to still be in worship here. But maybe this afternoon or throughout the week, you could do that. Mr. Rogers was one of those people that gave so much love in profound ways, especially to our kids but to many of us who have been shaped by him and that program. And this has been such a special time, we are actually having a bonus week of the gospel according to Mr. Rogers next week. So we'd love for you to come back for that. But today, there's one, one that I have a special place in my heart for in it. You know, every time at 1230, when I was growing up, that's when Mr. Rogers would come on. And at 1230, Mr. Rogers actually taught me how to pray. Because when, when it started, my prayers would start every single time I'd pray. Be like, God, please, please, could you make this the episode? Please, God, make this the Mr. Rogers episode, and this is who is going to show up on it. Please, God, make it the Incredible Hulk. Because there was one episode where Lou Ferrigno came on, and I was like, come on, please. I'm still a comic book nerd. And you know, the fun part about that prayer is every once in a while, it would work. <laughs> I was like, God, thank you. Yes, he showed up. And then on the other ones, I'm like, God, please, please help me with patience. But regardless if the Incredible Hulk showed up or not in all his green glory, there was a part during Mr. Rogers that was my highlight. It was my favorite. And you'd hear a little music going, and then here's what would show up. he st- yes. Trolley trolley would show up and Mr. Rogers would introduce what was going on. We were going to travel to the land of, of make-believe, right? And that was always such a gift for me because, first of all, land of make-believe has Daniel Tiger. What a great name, right? Beautiful. Daniel Tiger and... Um, King Friday and Prince Tuesday and all of the other. Purple Panda, do you remember that thing? Okay, I'm scarred yet from that. But the rest of the land of make-believe was amazing. But in that, Mr. Rogers was able to go deeper into whatever the topic was. And he touched on such significant ones. And in the land of make-believe, what I loved about it is he, he said this about it. He said in every episode, he hoped that they would be able to talk about things that they might not with anyone else. Because for Mr. Rogers, as he would emphasize again and again, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. And so in the land of make-believe, they would actually, instead of getting away from reality, they would start to name things in more significant ways through, of all things, puppets. But... As I pondered that, I was thinking about how the land of make-believe, well, it can be significant in my life still today, and not just because I love comic books yet. I know I'm a nerd and movies and books. I think the land of make-believe is there for a lot of us because life has a way of becoming so real, of becoming so challenging, that it's awfully easy to want to get away from it. I don't know about you, but there's so many times that I'm like, Oh. God, if I could just have a vacation from real life right now, because something hits me in such a hard way, I want to travel to the land of make believe. And maybe you do too. God's people, they especially right after Jesus had come, he had preached and taught for three years, then he died on a cross. He comes back, and the disciples are so on fire that they start to spread the word to all the neighboring countryside. And one of those people that they connected with with, had actually been a Pharisee. He had been against Jesus. His name was Saul at the time. He is so transformed that he actually even changes his name. His name is now Paul, and he is the one who actually, this is crazy, right? He would take paper, and he would take ink, and he would write on this. Kids, they didn't text. They didn't they actually didn't have phones or anything so they would write this out and he would get these letters out to churches like ours and they had one in Ephesus and he wrote this and these people i think were struggling in some significant ways i want you to see this because paul is talking about something even more real than any way that we can try to avoid our real lives so i want you to see this cuz it's so big for us so he says for this reason i bow my knees before the father now let's pause there what he's talking about is when you are in times of suffering, when you are in times that you want to just travel and get away from from what's happening, he says, in those times, that's when I can only bow down to my God. I can only go on my knees. I don't know what is happening with you right now in your life, but maybe as you hear that, the only thing you can say is, I have to be on my knees because I can't stand tall right now. And so right now, if you're feeling like life has driven you to your knees, Paul has something to share with you right now. He said, From whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. That's from God. And he says, I pray that according to the riches of his glory, not not ours, by the way, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. Now let's pause there. So if life is taking you to a point that it feels so real, it feels so hard, you don't know which end is up, what Paul is reminding us is that God has a way, even when we are especially in those moments, God has a greater imagination than you might have for what is coming next, and he's going to help you through that. So what are the significant ways? Did you see that? He wants you to be strengthened in your inner being with power through him. So what that tells me is when you're driven to your knees, and you might be there right now, that God is saying, I'm going to strengthen you, especially in that time through my Holy Spirit. And it's not an artificial strength. It's not like the Incredible Hulk. No, this is in your inner being, that God is with you through that. And not only that, he is not away from you. He's going to dwell in your hearts, is what Paul is telling us. And now he says, I want you to have imagination, because guess what? In the hardest times, that's when I want to get away. And sure, sometimes it's binge-watching on Netflix. Sometimes it's going to the new Marvel superhero because they have 1,800 of them coming out every year. For me, that's a way to get away from everything. Sometimes it's to get into a good book, but I know for many of us, the land of make-believe is shaped in a few harder ways. We get away from life through, well, through drugs and alcohol. We get, away, we get away from real life and go to the land of make-believe through addictions and ones that we usually don't talk about in churches, but they're there. And we get away and try to travel to the land of make-believe and get away from our lives by actually creating walls, especially with the people and things that we love the most because we start to think maybe, maybe we're not worthy. What does God do in the middle of those? He says, when you are in those times, I want you to imagine something even greater, something even more real. Because life has a way of just hitting us right in the crosshairs. And he says, here's what I want you to know is so real, even more real than the things that are driving you to to your knees. He says, I pray that you may have the power to, what is that word? The power to, I pray that you may have the power to comprehend. In other words, Paul is saying, I want you to imagine and have the power to imagine something that's even more real than whatever you're struggling with. With all the saints, what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. What is he saying is more real than the things that we struggle with in life? He's saying it's the love of God. That you may not ever ever be able to see or feel or experience god himself speaking to you or moving but what he's saying is what's even more real than the real things that are hitting you it's god he said i want you to have a new imagination i want you to not have to travel to the land of make believe i don't want you to try to get away from it i want you to see what's really real and it's god himself who gives us everything the height the breadth And the depth of his love and then you'll be filled in a new way now mr rogers was able to do that in significant ways he was able to tell kids and show them how worthy and loved they are in so many beautiful ways i think we need to know how real that is much more than the things that the news tell me and as people come into my office and talk about broken lives and broken relationships that we start to see there's something more real and that's God himself. So I want you to imagine in a new way. Imagine what life might be like if we start to believe that God really is real. If we start to realize that God is reaching us every single moment and now he's calling us to help people realize how real that love is. So Mr. Rogers talked about this and he started to say, imagine. Have imaginations of something new. And here's what he talked about. This is so beautiful. And I want us, as we go apart from here, to read this and to start to claim it because maybe God is giving us, through Mr. Rogers, of all people, the gift to go out and change the world. So he says, imagine. Imagine what our real neighborhoods would be like if each of us offered, as a matter of course, just one kind word to another person. Can you Imagine. I open up my phone and I come across my news feed and lots of times it's not kind words. Lots of times it's putting on a show of perfect lives. Lots of times it's talking about someone's political views one way or the other and putting others down. Lots of times it's saying, I wish our world could be like this. I wish it wasn't so that. What if we came back and have imaginations for our neighborhoods where we just think of one person who needs the gift of the gift of kindness. So out of all of us about 150 people here today, what if as we go out from here you start to ponder and start to imagine that God loves you so much that today you're going to say one kind thing to someone. So 150 people reach out to 150 other people and you give them a word of forgiveness. That they need. You get them a word of love that they desperately hope for. That you give them the promise that God is with them. And then they would say that is so life-changing that they're going to reach out to 150 people. And all at once it becomes an exponential new neighborhood for all of us where God's imagination for his hope and love starts to change the world. So I say, hey, you don't have to wear a cardigan or a slipper You don't have to have a trolley take you to that. God's actually leading us through his Holy Spirit to change the world today. Amen. Let us pray. God, thank you for the gift of imagination. Thank you for the gift of Mr. Rogers who would take us to the land of make-believe and show us in many ways hints of your truth glimpses of your love. And God, for all of us who are gathered here and people to our right and left who might be struggling in any way with our real lives, help us remember. Give us the gift. Help us to have the power, the imagination to comprehend just how deeply you love us, how worthwhile we are, how much you just not only came 2,000 years ago, but you come again. And now help us to go out from here to imagine others in that same way, to see them as worthwhile and loved and to give them the gift of your kindness and your love and your life. Help us to transform our neighborhood through your Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen.
3: Amen. Will you stand and worship with us?
1: We come to a holy time right now, a time for you just to lift up whatever's on your hearts to God, knowing he's right here. He's listening. He's impacted. He's moving in ways we can never imagine. Let's bring our time right now of prayer to God with silent holiness. Amazing, God, we come to you today with so much on our hearts. The gift and blessing that you give us of life and the hardships and struggles that we face too. God, right now, as we lift them up to you, give us imagination. Give us the gift of faith and hope only in you to know your love surrounds us and now empower us to give that love to others today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, we pray for people that are struggling in any way, especially not only right here, but in our neighborhoods, in the Fargo-Moorhead area. We pray for people who are struggling with addictions, people who don't have homes right now, people who just have lost jobs and are looking for that next opportunity to serve and to make a living. And God, we pray that this place can be one where people not only come to to feel hope and love from you, but that this can be a place where all of us go out to be your church. God, open our eyes to those around us and give us courage and conviction to walk alongside them, to give them not only words of kindness, but to make our own sacrifices to love them in new ways. Lord, in your mercy. God, we pray for our world leaders, we pray for our country we pray for peace we pray for unity we pray for the gift of being able to be good voices in this world that you have blessed us with in person and online lord in your mercy god we pray as we come up to the end of summer and the start of school coming up that, that any trips and any ways that we can celebrate this weather that you have given us, the beauty of summer, that we can lift it up to you. And we pray especially for families and kids that are thinking about coming here for Vacation Bible School. We pray for them and we pray for our leaders that it will be such a gift. It will be such an inspiration for them as they play and sing and as they start to know you in new ways. May it be a gift for us as well. Lord, in your mercy, God, all of this we lift up to you, trusting in you, trusting in you alone, and all God's people said. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the New Testament, and my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. I'm so thankful to tell you that you are welcome here. You are welcome just to come in and for your presence, but you are welcome at this table. It's a table of grace. That's God's grace, his unconditional love. You don't have to have everything together. You don't need to be a member of living waters. If you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, even in your doubts, you are welcome here. I invite those who are helping to serve to come forward and we will have a couple stations. The ushers will lead you forward and in that you're going to hear words of promise that are so powerful. His body broken for you and given for you. His blood shed for you. And in that, I pray that you can have imagination to realize that his love is more real than anything you face today. You are all welcome and and if you are if you are being, wish to be served, put out your hand. And that's especially important for our kids. And then we'll give you the bread that's um, gluten-free as well. And you can, And then you'll also have wine and juice as well. But if they want a blessing, bring, their kid, bring your kids here, and I will give them a blessing too. You are all welcome. Thank you for being with us today. We pray that this last hour has been a blessing for you. If you are a part of the All In Sessions, that's just a chance for me to get to know you and for you to get to know me and to hear more about where God might be leading us together as we talk. If you're part of that for this session, we'll be meeting in probably about 10 minutes in the back tables there. Um, People have asked, what's a small way to share my faith today to make a difference? You can connect with us. So if you haven't gone to our website, there's ways to be able to do that, especially through the mylw.nucleus.church. That's in your bulletin, that, that link. Um, but you can like us on Facebook. You can check in for every check-in during the month of July just by checking in on Facebook. We actually partner with an organization that gives 50 gallons, 50 gallons of clean water around the world. So just by checking in, that's an amazing thing that you can do. But like us, and some of you have already done this, but if you love Living Waters, we'd love for you to share a review. Give us a five-star review if you feel comfortable with that and say the why. People read that and that could connect them in faith. What a gift you could be in your voice. But we are so thankful for you. We hope you have a great rest of your week. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.